That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a lease for a property sells for $80 million. How does it work in Sydney? Sounds like a crazy concept, but uh, in business, it's there and it's happening. So we're going to unpack it today. Manly Wharf, $80 million. Stay tuned. This is it. There it is. There it is. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Looky, looky. That's like a, a bit of manly history for $80 million. It is, isn't it? Um, so I guess lots of questions um, would be on people's mind when you hear about a lease and you hear about a lease selling for $80 million, you're like, Where's the money coming from? Who's getting paid for it? And how does that work? It's um, it's crazy numbers, eh? Massive. Like, to think about the return on an $80 million investment, you know, you'd hope, you'd hope there's a bit of money uh, to be made on it. So, yeah, we're talking about Manly Wharf recently, um, recently, you know, announced as a, as a it's traded for $80 million. Um, it's been in the same family for a little while. They did a little bit of work with it, um, but I guess they've, they've they've passed it on to a new family now to look after, and um, it'll be interesting to see what happens because there's a little bit of work there, not only from from this family that have got a great reputation for doing you know the same sort of uh, line of business in Brisbane, Queensland, uh, but also the government, you know, looking at potentially improving Manly Wharf a little bit as well. So I guess to take it from the top where it is and, uh, uh, um, and, and you know, the amount of people that it's getting through, 2.2 billion, um, sorry, million day trippers are in it out of Mount a year. So this is a super high traffic area. Um, the wharfs were originally built um, for people to go for a weekend uh, to the northern beaches from the city when the city was... Um, was this is like in the, in the from the 18 mid 1800s through to the early 1900s um and yep. then it just got better and better and better and boy hasn't the world changed um how people are spending their money so originally when it was um in, in its midlife it was retailing to the street to the bus stop um and and how that changed was it when the uh, multiplex took over in 2001. Um, they looked at it and thought, "Why is everyone facing towards the street? If people are, uh, if we're going to put some restaurants and food and stuff in here, we really should be getting it put firing and and, and facing towards the um, the harbour, which is the water, which is just beautiful." So. That was a huge transfer transformation because they had to literally turn it back to front. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying it's all yeah almost back to front, which is interesting. But this is uh, this has really opened up the opportunity to house. I think there's 20 tenancies, different tenancies now there on the wharf, and that ranges from everything. You've got Guzman Gomez, coffee, burgers. You've got Hugo's, which I think is probably one of the most renowned uh, restaurants on that strip. Um, you know, everything from really classy dining, wining and dining to um, you know, grab a coffee and, and get on the ferry and go. 
It's pretty huge. Um, now, who owns the asset, Billy? A company, well, a company who formerly owned it was a company called TNG, I think. Um, who owns the asset? But that's recently changed. Uh, it's a family that have They still it. don't own the asset. Oh, there you go. Okay, so who owns it? I think that is it. It's government, isn't it? Yep. So Harbour, um, the Harbour foreshore of Sydney, um, a lot of these, a lot of these facilities, even like surf clubs, um, these assets are, are owned by government. Um, some of them are state owned, some of them are local government owned, um, some of them are uh, the, the foreshore, the, um, the Sydney foreshore is quite a sensitive um, uh, part to the community because of its, you know, the, the natural waterways have to be protected. Um, but that's why it's being leased. So the what actually happens is a lease will be passed on the property, long lease, we're talking long. So these leases can be, can be 25 years, these leases can be 50 years. You are paying rent for the facility. Um, and then people are literally, so, I guess to be straight up, if it wasn't a lease and you were buying the actual property, you would probably be, could be as much as, you know, 300, 400, 500 million dollars to buy this sort of asset if you are, if you were owning it, right? But I think the government's got a, you know, there's a, there's a community element to it where very sensitive you don't want to be selling assets off like that you know when when the government starts selling train lines and 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 uh infrastructure people get really funny about it so they lease it um but they offer a nice long tenure so the person who buys it can spend money on it and know that the, it's not going to be taken over and they clip a rent along the way um yeah. it was purchased for 25 million in 01 by multiplex to give you an idea of that sort of capital growth um, that it's been tracking, which is pretty uh, that's pretty impressive. So that's that's what it, when we when we talk in terms of residential growth on the northern beaches, every ten years doubling your money from two thousand and one twenty five goes to fifty yeah. fifty to almost a hundred. So yeah, it's um, I, I would say that's probably on par. Would you say with with the growth yeah look I, I think the the trouble with with these sort of assets um particularly foreshore assets is you know they're very sensitive to build on um to get any forms of approvals like if you touch the place people scream there's lots of eyeballs going through watching you um so it's very expensive doing anything so i think how much was the last reno they did on it billy bob so it was Nine million dollars by the, the former, what we call them, landlords. No. So one, <laughs> the former ten, tenants, owners. To, well, there's sort of there's tenants of tenants. So okay. I guess that's another thing for people to 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 see. It's when you're renting out to someone like Guzman Gomez, when you're renting out to someone like Hugo's, um, it's almost like it's a tenancy and you own the mask, the head lease, the head lease on the property. Yeah. And then you're leasing out part of that property to other people. Um, 
but it requires an enormous amount of, of capital input. Like if you look at that nine, the 25 million they put in 20 years ago, then you look at eight or nine million spending on renovations. I'm sure that was one of many renovations. Um, yeah. So it's in, it's a it's a capital intensive purchase. Yeah, I mean, you asked the question, where's all that money coming from? Well, let me quote who's actually bought this because there's no way we could remember this in, in a little bit of preparation. So the new owners, the Howard Smith Wharves uh, company, these are the guys that have, have bought it. Um, they actually have done a similar project up in um, Brisbane, Queensland. Um, they, they, they acquired a site up there which was um, former wharves, which then basically became, uh, you know, moved at they moved downstream, so they became, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, useless. Redundant. These, yeah. Redundant. They, yeah, these guys set up, um, you know, what's similar to, to Manly Wharf um, for their local area with restaurants, shops, uh, accommodation. So that, you know, they, they've really built on, and I think, um, you know, they've, they've nailed it by the sound of things. So it'll be interesting to see what they do down in Manly. So it's not as much a property play when you're getting a lease. It's more of a business play. Uh, if you look at Westfields, for example, when they when they purchase um, something, they do purchase the land. Um, so let's use Warringah Mall, for example. That asset, that land is owned um, by Westfields, uh, they're called Centre Group. Centre Group own those assets, and then they can potentially, um, you know, develop it later um, and sell and sell bits off without a, not being lease um, as well. So I guess it does become a bit grey or a bit hard to understand when you look at the difference there between a, le a le leasing a property for a long, long time and owning a property. Um, you probably, your return on capital is probably a little bit better uh, when you're owning and you're not leasing the land. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, uh, I think, you know, Luke's, Luke's commented there, buy up. I think this is a, a once in a lifetime opportunity, um, you know, to acquire such sites. And, um, you know, for the right person, no doubt it's going to be an awesome, you know, awesome project. It's a big one, and, and I guess um, you know the the main. I think the main focus of the operators that are purchasing, um, it's how do we how do we get people to more people to come to the area, and more people to spend time on the wharf, um, and the previous operators did that by getting some really good. Uh, tenants in there like Hugo's servicing those people that are coming onto the onto the wharf and giving them what they want the more they do that the more people come the high um, the high the more people dwell stay at the property and spend money the more the tenants in there are going to are going to spend like Guzman Gomez on their rent because you're bringing the people to the area so yeah. it's going to be really exciting to see these um, these the new company that's purchased for 80 million the lease I think you may find that they are going to further that infrastructure. There's always been talks about putting a hotel on, on there, um, but, you know, getting that infrastructure furthered more and more and more. Uh, it did inc I believe it did include the pub purchase as well, um, which which that op the, the last person who sold owned and operated. Um, so what an asset. What a story. There you go. A lot of money, a lot of property. A lot of potential. 
And you know what's funny? You can walk on that wharf and how many times you do in the course of the year and everyone does in the course of the year and I do, um, and you'd never sort of know about that whole leasehold thing um, and how that leasehold actually works. Um, I've had I've had experience managing leaseholds on behalf of the operators. Um, so um, the foreshore's been the landlord. We've been the agent um, for the, the master leaseholder. Um, yeah. And then we've managed the, the internal tenancies within that. Um, it's delicate. To Barry, yeah, Barry, yeah, no, well, it's it's great. It's great to see. It seems to be thriving down there. It all, and you know what? It doesn't ease up. It just get, keeps getting, keeps thriving more and more and more. So, guys, that's it. Leasehold, manly, eighty million sold. Anything to add, Billy Bob? Have a good day, guys. That's it. See you, guys. Cheers.